Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Welcome to Shooting the Gap. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Does it sing? Is Mike broken that up? Are we getting that? Oh, we're getting all of it. Nice. We're jamming out. In the name of our fathers, we love the doors, they rock and roll. Nah, nah, let's not get on that one. Are we shooting the gap? You are indeed. Hi, Doug. How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good, too. I'm going to have a little bit of Four Loco here that Doug bought for me. A little bit of J-Mo that Doug bought for me, too. Doug's going to keep having water like a limo. Yep. He's already drunk. He pissed himself. You just don't know. You can't see it on the show. Oh, so much water. We got presents. From uh, McDonald's here. We're going to open them for you. We have a sticking suspicion as to what they might already be. As far as... Uh, it's the Madden toys from McDonald's. But they come in a bag where you can't see. So here we go. What do you got there? Yeah. <laughs> He's Same shit. Jackson, Philadelphia. Oh, and Jackson, and Philadelphia. See, what I should have asked the girl was... Are they the same toys, you fucking Nimrod? <laughs> so, I don't know what they are. They're sealed. Well, you you've been at work, right? Lepton. Have you figured something out? So we opened our toys, and we got Jacksonville and Philadelphia. Um, I got Riley Cooper here, I think. Well, he is the white guy, and I swear that that is a racial epitaph coming off of his fucking face mask right there. He's heading to a Tim McGraw concert. Ooh. With ooh. all the words. That was my biggest question about the whole Riley Cooper thing, because he said the N-word. I'm like, well, he's at a country music show. I'm sure everyone else there said the N-word, and, like, and he's in trouble for they, it. They probably antagonized him and, and made him say it. He must have been upset. Somebody else said it He must have been upset. He was just repeating what he heard. You know what Yo, this is, though? Must have been. You know what this is? This is the first show since the new season of NFL football. High fives. High five. But I do got to say that we both picked the wrong on that game. Uh, that game that opened up the season, we both picked uh, Green Bay. And we were wrong. We were way wrong. Let's go ahead and figure out why we were wrong about that. I will tell you initially that my first thought is Seattle's defense is very, very, very good. <laughs> still. Still. Like yeah, very, very, very I was going to say that. We were going to say still, right? So, I was yeah, leading still. up to it. Still. Absolutely. So, yes, they're still very, very, very doing what they want to do. They're running a four-three. They're running. They're running the same thing. They're not blitzing that much. They're getting pressure on the quarterback. They're tackling every receiver that catches the ball. There's no moves. Um, they look pretty fucking good, man. Green Gotta Bay say. looked pretty bad on defense. That was my next thing. Was Green Bay is <laughs> slow as fuck on defense. They are so slow. Nothing there. They don't have a defensive uh, line presence with Raji out. So you can't stop the run game that is Marshawn Lynch, and he ran wild. He only got the ball 20 times handoff-wise and got 110 yards and two touchdowns. That's huge. It could not stop him. So from that point, the Seahawks were able to run their very simplistic type offense. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a whole lot of stuff going on, but they got you on the heels because the run game is going downhill your throat. It's fucking you up down your throat. That's what it looked like to me. And a slow-ass Green Bay defense. And a slow-ass Green Bay defense, Ooh. and a Green Bay offensive line that couldn't run the ball. No running. Uh, it was odd. I, no I, I thought they did pretty good in pass, pass protection for that defense. Mm -hmm. um, Rodgers made a lot of plays where he was able to keep it alive with his, with, with his ability to avoid sacks, his, his, his athletic ability. Some really bad passes, but... You know, pretty awesome passes considering the way he was throwing the ball. Well, he looked frustrated though for a little bit of it. The, not frustrated, if not looking over his shoulder. Sexually, he was he was seeing sacks happen before they did. I saw him a little flustered. Not, that, not a little flustered. I saw him flustered. Was he like in his own mind about his brand new rookie center? I, I would I would hope that you know honestly the least of their problems from what I saw and I don't know film I don't know assignments I don't know exactly what his job was the least of their problems was the rookie center seems like he did a pretty good I fucking he played job pretty well 
he did just fine. There wasn't pressure from the middle. There was no missteps on the snaps. You know what? You know what? Everyone's worried about him. They did the fake silent snap a dozen times. It didn't ever draw Seattle off, but it never messed up the offense. I mean, they seemed to know what they were doing with it. So I don't think if, if that was his problem, that shouldn't have been because it seemed like that worked itself out within the first two series. He did not have a problem with it. No, he didn't have a problem with crowd noise. You didn't see him. Um, a couple of times he was a little late on the snap, but I think a little, that had a lot more to do with crowd noise, and that's going to happen with veteran centers. So I don't think it was. I, don't, I, I thought he played pretty good for a rookie center going against the best defense in the league. So in a hostile was, environment like that, I was I was impressed with him. To be honest with you, I thought he played well. I don't I don't think Green Bay has anything to worry about with that guy. I think he's going to be a good dude for a while, but. I was a little worried about, and I don't know how much of this is <coughs> the way Seattle plays defense versus the way Green Bay's offensive line play, but it looked like every time they tried to hand the ball off to Lacey, he had to make a move before he was even out of the backfield. It was like playing Madden 2009. He'd get the handoff, <laughs> and there'd be three guys there, and he'd be able to make two moves, but by the time the second move's done, he's getting his ass planted. And he's a good running back. He's not going to struggle like that. Green Bay's offense is not going to struggle the way they did against the Seattle Seahawks in that opener. They came out banging, dude. They really did. Percy Harvin, 11 touches, 100 yards. I'm going to say this right now. He is electric. He is he is an explosion on the field. He's a fast receiver. He's dynamic. But he cannot touch the ball 11 times in a game. I, I, I don't see that happening all the time. When they start playing good defenses, when it starts rolling through. The one thing I know about Percy Harvin, I'm a Gators fan, watched his whole career there, and I've kept an eye on him when he was at Minnesota, and obviously last season he was hurt most of last season, hurt most of his career in Minnesota, hurt most of his career in um, in Florida as a collegiate athlete. I just I anticipate him getting hurt. I don't think they can give him the ball 11 times with the way that they did. Those plays were obvious. They, they were obvious because two of them we're run directly out of the Super Bowl. They're the same play. Like we watched it happen. We're like, how do they not know that that's coming? First play of the box. Like that's was was too exactly. He's in the slot and jet sweep. Like, how do you guys let 15 yards happen on that? How is there not someone there? You know why there's not someone there? Because Green Bay is slow on defense. So slow. They won't have the same dominant type of offensive success every week. But they definitely kick the shit out of Green Bay's defense. It was yeah, I, a thought, I thought uh, they took advantage offensively of uh, Ha-Ha. Ha-Ha was, Ha-ha he was, was there. He was, he was making some plays, but I think they, they, took, a, they, they, they took advantage and showed you that um, he's not all there on coverage. No, he's uh, a rookie. No doubt some, about it. There's some, there's some open field tackle tackles that he missed. Rookie stuff. He's gonna put some more weight on. I think a little bit. I was gonna say that a little bit more weight and uh, experience is gonna. I mean, with the safety, experience mm-hmm. is a lot. That's why the Broncos have sucked at safety the past couple of years because mm-hmm. we've had no veteran presence. After after uh, Dawkins did, we were, we're missing it exactly. Once, mm-hmm. once Brian Dawkins was, was gone, it was. Here's what I'll say about Haha. Like he he missed some plays, but he was right there for him. As far as him reading a defense and, and or reading an offense and a play and reacting. It seemed like he was doing that very well. He missed an interception that he should have caught, missed some tackles. Ha-ha's going to be fine, but that defense is going to hinder that Green Bay squad. I'm thinking a little bit differently about that whole um, how I ranked them and what I was thinking of. I know I picked Chicago to win that, but Green Bay might be a little bit further down if the defense is going to act like that. That was surprising. That was a complete domination offensive. And if I think... If the offense can't get the running game going, because it didn't look like they could, I don't know. Once again, Tung Green Bay, Tung Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Once again, if it wasn't, you know, if that's Seattle's thing and that's why they couldn't get it going, then hey, you know what? That's that's World awesome. Powers, I, I, I guess I guess they have, you know, at least they played the hardest team that they're going to play defensively against the run. So yeah, I don't think they're going to struggle like that. I still, I mean, even some of the fantasy guys after last night were talking about. Well, would you still want to take Marshawn for the rest of the season, or would you want to keep Eddie Lacy? Yeah, I'd say 80% of them said I'd still keep Lacy and send Marshawn on. Marshawn is old. He's 29. This is when it's supposed to take effect. I, didn't, I don't think it'll take effect in the first game. It won't take effect in the fourth game, but the touches are going to add up because he is their offense, no matter what anybody says about Seattle. Great defense, 
good quarterback who is a scrambler and runs the dive option like it just got invented or some shit. They're a running team. They are based off of that action. If the run doesn't work, then they don't work as well. Look at look at. I mean, you can. The evidence is in that game alone. Every time Marshawn Lynch, you know, would take two handoffs, he'd step out. Turbin would go in there, mm-hmm. and he would make one or two yards. He'd get knocked down behind the lines here. I mean, it, it's clear to me that. And I, I thought this last year, just watching Seattle play, that Marshawn Lynch is definitely the backbone of their offense. They have, without him, I don't think that read option is as scary. Absolutely not. I think if you got a guy who's just fast, I mean, fast and agile, I don't care if he can read defense. Or, I'm, I'm putting him on Percy Harvin, and I'm just shadowing him all day. Fast and agile, I want to tackle. Bruising and run through, yeah, beast mode type shit that Marshawn Lynch does. I don't want to I mean on defense. I'm when, thinking well, I'm, defense. On, on defense, fast and agile. I'm my fastest agile guy. I'm sticking him on Percy Harvin all day. I'm just going, man, you're taking Percy Harvin. We'll play zones differently. We'll and play they didn't have that guy. They didn't even have anything close to that guy. Go ahead. No, no. Sam Shields, I think, is the is the closest guy they had. Not even that could close. do it. Um but he can't cover everybody, and he's not going to be able to just run around because Percy, Percy Harvin goes out there and gets uh, you know, your occasional break, and he has to stay mm-hmm. on the field. He so. gets a break, he gets a sweep, he comes in in the slot, he comes at the white on the right, he comes in the little H-back spot, he lines up in the backfield, lines up all over the place. He, he comes is, all the place. He is an issue. He is a comer. I think he is an issue. To, to stop that offense, I think you need good, solid, big guy up the middle. Mm-hmm. Followed by really good, disciplined ends, and I think you can. I think you can in a fast guy to cover Percy Harvin. I think you can shut that 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 offense down. I agree. Just just what we watched. I didn't see anything huge. Everyone's talking about this dive pass that got the guy wide open on uh, to get the seventeen ten lead, and like no, it was a ten seven lead. Uh, it was a dive pass. Everyone's like, oh, that's amazing, and it is the way that you run it. But it's not a new play. I ran it in high school, and so I know that it was run way before that. It's a dive pass. Like that's that comes off the fact of what you just said. The action of a dominant running back who's going to run over your defensive backs will challenge your linebackers and will run past a defensive line that has nothing to give. Mm-hmm. Nothing to give. So that was the first, and also college football. It's been happening. A little bit of college football. A little bit. I want to talk a little bit about the playoff real quick before we get going. I want to I want to talk about where it's going to end up and how it's going to change. You asked me last week like what kind of team it takes, and um, I think it's it's last week I was trying to say a hundred things at once. It's it's difficult. I'll tell you right now um, what Florida State just showed is not going to get them in the playoff. They'll lose. They will lose if they play like that. Jameis Winston threw two picks against an Oregon State team that is not Oklahoma. They're not Oklahoma State from two years ago. They're not Oklahoma right. State from four years ago. They're not that team. <coughs> uh, teams haven't played yet. Teams have played. There's a lot there. I can't. I like to see how this is going to work out. I want to see how it's going to work out. Uh, A&M looked good. A&M looked dominant. They, they really did. Uh, we're going to see Oregon and Michigan State tomorrow night uh, in Oregon. That's a big game, huge game. I like that. Both these teams, either one of these teams could lose and still come back and participate in the playoff later on. I feel because of the strength of their conferences. It's not the ACC. ACC is different. Pac-12, you got you got Stanford, you got USC, and you got Oregon competing. The Big Ten is Michigan State and Ohio State still within there. Michigan State has supposedly the best defense. They have all the guys coming back, big tough dudes. It's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I, I know the team that, that has to be there, what kind of team is going to be there, is going to be – a top five conference school. There's going to be two undefeated teams, maybe one, three teams with one loss. They're going to go. But I couldn't tell you what's going to happen about that anytime soon. It's going to be a while. What do you think? What do I think? What do you think? I think... I'm taking Jameis. <laughs> I think thanks to you hanging out a little bit, I'm going to be watching a little bit more college ball than I normally do, which is good <laughs> for me because... You know what? It's been it's been a while since I really got hardcore into college ball. Um, I usually wait 
until about the sixth game before I really start paying attention too much to it. Um, just because there's so much garbage games at the beginning. But this we've been talking so about much. it the yeah. past two years. We've Definitely noticed really it. seen a lot, a lot of really good games at the so beginning the of the season. Which is awesome because I hate watching shitty games for... It used to be, like we said, it used to be college football. You have to watch the first four games. There were nothing mm-hmm. until they started playing each other. That's really happened recently conference. to see those to see those matchups to to have a coach who, I mean, just believes in their team enough to throw them out there right away in a in a in a league that's constructed that way, where a loss could mean the end of your your chances of a national title. I like to see coaches go out there and do it. I do. Um, there's 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 ones that don't. I mean, Florida was supposed to play last week. They're gonna play Idaho, Idaho, and the shit got rained out. They're no, Idaho. Like, oh, Idaho. They're gonna. Shit. They're not even gonna make that game up because no one gives a fuck. They're just gonna call it a no contest. It's not well, gonna matter. Like, do we for anybody's? Do we record. still get paid though? We get paid still though, I'm sure right? SEC's we're getting good. paid. Okay, something we're for good. It. We're still getting paid. Oh no, they pay those little schools so that they don't have to. They 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 pay them pretty well. They do all right for themselves. They're like, yeah, we need some money. We'll go get stomped by Florida. I'm picking my Heisman Trophy winner right now. Okay, get the kid out of Texas A&M, Kenny Hill. Picking the quarterback. He's in a great spot. He's in a good spot to do it. I'm not an A&M fan per se, but I'm not an A&M the thrill enemy. He wants trill. to be called the trill. Trill. trill, 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 trail. You know what he didn't want to be called? Trail. Kenny football. And you know what I like? That. Yeah. I was like, thank <laughs> you for not taking that fucking name, dude. Oh my Fucking god. Fucking asshole. Alright. Alright. That was good. That was good. We're gonna move on now. Get ready for the high fives. Gappers, are you in the house? Because we're doing the high fives, man. We gotta knock out some more of these divisions, some more of these teams. Uh, we're gonna do top five Cincinnati Bengals, which was a list, to say the least. There wasn't a whole lot there. Unless you want to throw a whole bunch of new guys on there, so I'm interested to see what Ryan did. So we're gonna start off with a You know what? You know what? Let's let's face it. We're not the originals on doing a top five greatest of all time team list. Okay, you can go to like ten different sports websites. This show is not original, so it's, okay. it's not. It's not like we're the only sports podcast uh, that is football based and concentrated. So try to be funny. You know, we, we try. We fail. What, what I come up with is I can't argue with the Bleacher Report, so if you read the Bleacher Report's top five, top ten, I think it's their top 25. I'd rather top 50. But if you come up with Bleacher Reports, this is what they have in their top five, and I, I couldn't find an argument. You just wrote their top five down? I, I had to because I looked at their, their top 15, and I can't find an argument that I really could replace it with. Here we so go. There we go, number five. Isaac Curtis. He took this from a list. Who's Isaac, Isaac Curtis? He's a wide receiver. <laughs> when? For the Bengals? He played for them for a very long time. He's actually holds sees their second highest yeah. in receiving yards. In, second highest. Well, higher than fuckface Collinsworth. <laughs> yeah, higher than him. He was number six on their list. And I think it's because he's an announcer. I think that... T- I was like, why is... Why is he on this list? Your organization sucks balls if Chris Collinsworth makes your top six. Not a good thing. Unless you're talking about top six NFL sportscasters that need to get nailed in the forehead with nails. With nails. Nailhead. Yeah. Pinhead. 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 <laughs> He's getting cenobited. All right, get three. The number four. Chad Johnson. He's <laughs> not calling him Otisson. <laughs> You know he holds their wide receiver records. You can laugh. I know he does. You can laugh, but he holds their receiving records. But that just proves, I mean, how... I mean, people didn't really put on the list. And if you look at their top 25, there's a whole bunch... Like, Andy Dalton's on their top 25 yeah. list. Was like, so is Geno really? Atkins. So is TJ Hushmanzada. <laughs> well, I could... How is Andy that? Dalton? <laughs> Okay. He's been around for like three I'm years. Gonna, I'm ready. For that. <laughs> like, on. He's on their top 25. Yeah, but it, well, he was 25. <laughs> and then Dalton. And then, then he could, shouldn't even be on the, the list. The next dude was 24. Well, it is. Have you seen this? the Bengals? Do you remember? Oh, Big Al. I put Big Al on the list. Do you remember 90 from 2004? <laughs> no one does. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Uh, number three, Boomer. Boomer Sison. Uh, you number, better never call me Norman. <clears throat> number two is, His name uh, is Norman. 
Ken Anderson. Really, he just goes to Ken Anderson. Right, he just cool. goes straight to Ken Anderson. This is how much is there Ryan leader? put into the list. This, this is, is how much Ryan leader. 197 touchdowns, 16 Woo! years. Totally. 32,000 yards. That's no actually Super a pretty Bowls. impressive career. One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Pretty impressive career. Yeah, pretty impressive. One Super Bowl, yes, he was. Yeah. Lost to Montana. Anthony Munoz, their only Hall of Famer, so he's got to be their number one player. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna try to bring this back and make it a little bit more representable, but it's only because I'm like remember I'm got called out names that I remembered and knew that they were actually good. So here I go because I connected. I obviously collected a lot more fo- football cards than than Ryan did here because he's never heard of Carl Pickens, number five. He was their leading receiver. He was an All Pro twice. He was a Pro Bowler four times. And when he retired, he was with the team from right after the Super Bowl. <laughs> in the middle of suck, he was on that team. So he was the guy for a while. Um, he was the only guy for a while on team. So Carl Pickens. Number four, Corey Dillon. Because he is the leading rusher of all time for the Cincinnati Bengals. Because he did rush on the Broncos for how many yards? I don't remember because I don't say it out loud. Because he did win a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots when he went off and hooked up with them. Corey Dillon was always a good running back. I always liked him. He's getting number four. Strictly because Tim Crumride, defensive tackle. You never heard of Tim Crumride? No. Oh, wow. Well, he was <laughs> he was on that team for a long time. Uh, big, mean guy. Super Bowl veteran. Both, both Super Bowl teams. Um, just a big, mean defensive tackle. If I had to, like, when you line them up to each other, they're Rulon Jones type guys. Um, number two is Boomer Esiason, NFL MVP. Came so close to winning a Super Bowl, if not for one of the best Chris performances. <laughs> yeah, fucking Chris Collinsworth. He must have been calling that game. Like, you know, when I was quarterback, I'd be like, I didn't play quarterback, I played receiver. Anyway, number one is Anthony Munoz, not because he's the best bangle of all time, but because he's the best left tackle of all time. And I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. When they went over the scouting report, when it was time to go over what you were going to do against the team you're going to play in a few days, the scouting report never listed Anthony Munoz because he was going to do what he needed to do. He didn't have to be told what he needed to do. Best left tackle of all time, Anthony Munoz. Tell our boy Clady gets his Hall of Fame. There's a couple. Clady's moving his way. <laughs> There's a couple. This next one is uh, obviously going to be pop culture. Oh, I did. Doug, you got a list. Yo, what's that? list. Pop culture. Yep. High five. Yep. High five. Pop culture list. Yep. You got it? Okay. This, yep. is, this is a good one. And I'm, uh, I'm not going to go first because I thought of it. And I like my list. I'm, I'm excited about my list. Uh, here we and go. I was going to say Ryan goes first, but Doug okay. go first. Last no. Time. Well, Doug's going first. This is the top five high five television characters. Characters, not the actors. Because we've been clamoring for it, apparently. Uh, no, when I said that to Doug, it's, it's upsetting him. Every time I would say actors, he would go, do you mean who they're playing? And I'd be like, no, actors. I'd have to say that to him every single fucking time for whatever it was. So when I say clamoring, it was me trying not to clobber him. Doug. Saying... This we is for you. Not clobbering. Characters. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, clobbering. Top five. It's clobbering. Television time. characters. Oh, that puts it in my... Yay! And I'm back. Characters. <laughs> Television characters. Okay. Yeah. Is Doug ready? Yep. Number five. Bruce Willis on Friends. Characters. All right, what that English girl's dad. Who did, I don't know who he played on Friends. Uh, remember when Ross was going to get married to that English girl? No. And he said Rachel at the wedding? I remember no. that he was going to, I wasn't a big friend. Yeah, but no, I know. But her dad, the English girl's dad, was Bruce Willis. Awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fucking. And like, and no offense, character. you can talk as much shit as you want about David Schwimmer, but. <laughs> dude, he's. What's his name in the in the show? In the Friends episode. Uh, Stevens. Um, oh, what is his first name? Very memorable. Moving on. Must have been awesome. Number four. <laughs> Mr. Stevens. He I, watches I, TV a lot over here. Okay, number four. Michael Weston from Bird Notice. The main character? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in uh, Sleepers. Yes, he was. He got killed by the black guy. Yes, he did. But that doesn't take away from Michael Weston is a badass. 
I'm gonna have to watch that show. <laughs> oh, you've never seen it? I don't watch USA shows. Oh, characters are welcome. They suck though. Oh, well, not on this show. I bet that show blows. Burn notice? I'm assuming it does. No, check I'm gonna out. take the Doug route and say I haven't seen it, but I'll bet it sucks. Aziz and Sorry would agree with him. Mic drop. Moving on. Part three. <laughs> Only because it had to happen recently, Mark. I like Mark. I like him alright. Yeah, didn't didn't think I was going to say anything bad on that one. Uh, number two, Cliff Clavin. Nice, dynamite dropping. Goddamn right. Nice, nice. He wore white socks, white socks in his postal uniform with the. Dude, black he always shoes. had something to say about everything. It was, awesome, it was great. Dude. He was great. <laughs> and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say my number one was my personal lord and savior, Sterling Archer. Oh, nice. Okay, nice, nice. He makes the top of the list after six nope. years of a show. Nice. Number five. I have to include one of them on the list. Has to make the list somebody. Homer Simpson. Homer? Homer. He's, I like him. I don't know. I love Homer. I got my whole list here and I, I started putting it together and I just I almost can't come up with the top five. Just let, me, five. let me tell you why Homer's awesome. Because like the show started out like we were supposed to follow Bart Simpson. And then as we got older, the show like kind of turned, and we started paying attention more to Homer. We Thanks, Conan O'Brien. Well, that was after Conan was gone. No, it wasn't. got stupider. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Okay, well, apparently Doug knows what I'm talking about and thinking. So well, At least he knows. He's like my ex-wife. Well, actually, my current cunt wife, so so good for you. <laughs> I just I won't say anything because you know what I'm talking about. Congratulations. Moving on. I can't believe this. he better make it these Gonzo's list. Number four, Al Bundy. <laughs> What's up? Bitch. How did Al Bundy not make your fucking list? He didn't make my list, but I love Al four Bundy. Four touchdowns in one game. I scored four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> it was Putting my hand down my pants and we're boring. How the fuck does Al Damn, Bundy Damn, how did not I miss that? I just, I, I totally missed Mary Jones. I, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Number That's three, Sterling Archer. It's fucking, he's a new, he's a, he's new, but he's good. I love it. Lana. Lana! Lana! Number two. Nope. P. Tier. Griffin? Griffin? Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. Number two. Um, because he's fucking hilarious and he's silly. Silly bastard. And he was and my number one. My number one Ted. is actually a deep character and I watched the whole series so I love it and it's Dr. Gregory House. Well, okay. I'm surprised Doctor Who didn't make it. Son of a bitch! I figured that was going to be number one, two, three, and four. I was like waiting for it. The, the Doctor Who season three, the eighth fourth. Doctor, the Doctor Who, Doctor. one through three, Doctor Who, twelve through nine. Can I redo <laughs> mine? Can I redo mine? <laughs> no, you're done, dude. You got. How did you fucking not put Doctor Who on there? I was gonna Ten, blow, eleven, nine. I was going to blow him up, and you did it. So good job. <laughs> I was going to blow him up. Fuck up, dude. Ten, ten eleven, fuck, dude. nine. <laughs> You have to wait for a day where we allow you to make the top doctor. His favorite, like, conversation, his favorite, like, memes, his favorite stupid costumes, his favorite fucking Fez hat, all that shit. You didn't bring up Doctor Who? Hang your head in shit. Oh my god, just record and shut the fuck up for the rest of the night, okay? Fez hat. No one wants to hear you anymore. I've seen you with a Fez hat. I know. I've seen you. I was the 11th doctor. I know. I was the 11th doctor. We've seen the Fez hat. Jesus Christ, did you forget that shit? Had it since I was 17, though, I'm not. Uh -huh. That was Doctor Who's first year in Broadway. I said in Broadway because they were in the sewer. That's all you got. That doesn't make any sense. They're British. Well, there you go. Well, you're true. There's no British people on Broadway. You are correct. Nor Fuck in the gutter. Fuck those limeys. Number five. Is that okay to say? Yeah, you can say that. Fucking whops. Number five. That, yeah. Without papers, that's what it means. Flops. Okay. Yeah. Number five, George Costanza. Oh, son of a. George Costanza rules because he's like the, like most superficial, self-absorbed piece of shit, shallow <laughs> fuck I've ever seen on television. I love George Costanza, and he is supposed to be Larry David. That's who. Mm -hmm. That's who George Costanza is. Is Larry David the creator? He's of, also uh, supposed to be the loser of the group. Apparently, got laid, like. 48 times or some shit. Oh, he pulled that up. Yeah. 
He's the loser, he, but throughout the series of Seinfeld, he had, he had the most beautiful girlfriends. He had girlfriend. like 49 Jerry had the most sex. sex. Jerry oh, had Jerry had the most sex. Obviously. Okay. Elaine was with <laughs> boyfriends all the time, but Putty. George had the most... And like, Kramer just kind of left it out to you. You just kind of knew Kramer was getting laid. But then all there were the episodes the that he was, but the other time you just knew Kramer was getting laid. Except for that time you had the weird butter hot tub thing. I love that thing. It was awesome. When, when Newman was in love with him, thought he was a turkey. Thought he was a turkey. He goes... <laughs> <laughs> Number four, personal favorite of mine, obviously, makes the list. Kevin Doctor Arnold. Who. Kevin oh. Arnold from the Wonder Years, man. I didn't grow up in that era, but I definitely grew up as a teenage boy, and I thought a lot about the stuff that he said. Like, I don't know if it's because I might have been eight when the show premiered or whatever, but or, I acted a lot or like Or Daniel Arnold. Stern is just had talking a, in your head. I love Daniel Stern. Had a lot of the same, well, no one knew that. Had a lot of the same thoughts running through my mind about Kevin Arnold. I, I just, uh. You, you didn't know if you'd end up with Winnie either? I knew he wasn't going to end up with Winnie. I know. The show's about ending. Oh, shit. I know. Fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. Number fuck three. You. Number three. Detective Sipowitz from NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> he was an answer on uh, he was an answer on trivia last week. Or this week, rather. Dude, the most tortured soul I've ever seen on television. And he, had, he got shot while fucking a hooker. His son got killed, and he just happened to be the guy that shows up on the scene and finds out that the reason his son got killed was because he had shown him how to be a cop, and his son went to try to be a cop, but he wasn't a cop, got killed. And then his, his wife gets killed, his little baby gets kidnapped, his partner gets killed. He goes through such a transformation. At the beginning of the show, he's like the racist asshole New York City he detective. Gets teamed by the up end of it, he's the, he's the loving, nice guy. He's a nice guy. Um, and by really the way, nice story has nothing to do with Hooch. Yeah, I know. Um, but also, uh, was the main cop in Die Hard 2? He was. That's mm-hmm. when uh, when, he, when he pulls out the gun and shoots, he's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Number two, best show on television, best show ever made, best character, except this for the place. one I put up on. Nah, Walter White. Out of uh, fucking Christ, out of fucking Breaking Bad. This I'm is surprised. why you have to give me more time. This didn't, this didn't, this didn't make for it all. I mean, he hasn't watched enough of it. And I know you have, but Walter That's why White he wasn't on my list. Is the way. best character besides the guy I'm going to throw out the front just because of, of watching him for 20 years. I love Breaking Bad. It is the uh, best. I would have gone Jesse Pinkman over Walter White. That's me. That's me. That's because you're stupid. I would not have done that. I would have gone from the transformation of being. A simple science person to go into being. Well, let's let's go hard. Yeah, oh, let's what? go super hard. Oh, let's become let's become Eisenberg. Oh, let's be like Eisenberg on steroids. Let's be like Eisenberg on HGH and steroids. Every season he transforms and changes, and he still wins even though he loses. He still wins. Yes, he does. He gets his kids off. His kids good to go. Wife ain't in trouble. Jesse gets away. Murders all the bad guys. He wins. Realizes he's in love with science over his family. That's I don't think that that was ever a realization that he had to come to. Oh, yeah. he was already there. He took the chance. He took the risk. He loved science. He says it in the first episode. Go watch it again. Number one, my favorite Doctor show. Who. Not the best show. My favorite show. Lenny Briscoe from Law and Order. <laughs> I love the old ass cop. I love the old ass bitter, divorced twice cop who doesn't drink anymore and hates everybody, but he's so good. I love Lenny Briscoe. I love Law and Order. Lenny Briscoe. I had to go either McCoy, Lenny, or Van Buren from that show, and I I had to go with Briscoe. McCoy from Star Trek. Law and Order, you dumb fuck. Jack McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. Or Van Buren. Bones. Oh a God. district attorney. Come no on. one said Star Trek, so shut the fuck up. That is what I'm talking about. Lenny, Lenny Briscoe rules. I could have put five different characters from Law and Order on that. But I did do not. a top five Law and Order characters. No. <coughs> I, we'll do that next the week. The ninth doctor, the twelfth doctor. They were on Law and Order, right? He couldn't How even c- think of his favorite show. That's what I. That's how I. That's how I figured this whole list out. I was like thinking about I was, my favorite show. I just. I didn't look at characters. I looked at shows, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Bah, 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 well, bah, there's bah. a reason why you like those shows. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't go look for the characters. Look at the shows. I'm like, "Oh, I like the show because of this fucking dude, or this girl, or this little kid, or whatever the fuck it might be." Hell, a Simpsons character didn't make your list. No South Park. No South Park wouldn't have made the list. Anymore. My closest Simpson you character. Could, you could put Randy on a list. No, I'm Come on, Sharon. Sharon. Wouldn't have been. No. Whatever. 
I think Fuck he's you, full of shit who did not make his list. Yeah, this was the list. so his list is clamoring bullshit, for characters or actors. My list is characters better. Let me hear your. Let me hear your characters again. No. Redo them off the top of your head. Right now, characters go. Archer. Chris Cl- uh, Cliff Clavin. I said redo him off the top of your head. Redo, redo, him, redo him. Don't say him. Look at him. Redo. Don't look down at your screen. I've been watching kids I not don't have the like note days. on my computer anymore. I have to do them off the top of my head, assholes. I've been watching a kid pretend to read for four days. I'm you saying redo it. Shit. Redo your list. Right now. Go ahead. Ready? Go. Take Mork off of there. Mork's stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to throw Mork on there. You just felt like you had to. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Come on. <laughs> Horrible. Um, <laughs> fuck Boulder. What the fuck? Out of favorite shows. All right. Um, Five, four, three. All right. Uh, Croy Bra- uh, uh, Boyd Crowder, uh, Justified. Uh, the Doctor, Doctor Who. Oh. Um, Amelia Pond, Doctor Who. Shut up. <laughs> I'm laughing now because you didn't do this ten minutes ago. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. Um, Al Bundy's supposed to be on your list, so say Al Bundy. Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll, Al, Bundy. Al, Al Bundy would be my number five. I'm not sure my number four would be. I'd take Christina Alpagate, though. I'd take Kelly, because I want to fuck her. <laughs> I'm just going right to get right to the point here. <laughs> Kelly Bundy is done, man. Like when she's like a senior in high school, though, like from that point. No, like... Oh, whatever. When, she's when like, she was really a sophomore, young. I was nine. I would have fucked the shit out of you, then. I'd have tried even, to. Even, 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 even... I'd have been like Butters, like, ain't the darndest thing. the darndest thing. See, Butters could be on your list. Butters should have been on my list. God damn it. Butters. Oh, I left up my... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mentions. I didn't do my little mentions. Hold on. Honorable mentions. Homer from The Simpsons. McCoy, Van Buren from Law and Order, Screech Powers from Saved by the Bell. We know. Hold on. Darlene and Jackie from Roseanne. I could have picked one of the two, but I want both of them. Darlene and Jackie from Roseanne. And Rose from Lost. I would have said Rose from Golden Girls. That's what I actually meant, because I just, my stuff is right there. I know she says Golden Girls. <laughs> Rose from Golden Girls. Because she just died. The Lost no, she did. Girls. There was a fake day. On the on the internet about her, you didn't see the fake thing about her dying. Um, I it said Betty uh, Betty White. Betty White. Wait, hold on. Died. There was a TV was special between Luke Skywalker is my number four. Dude, that is that is such a cop out, dude. You watch so much more television. That's what you're doing. Come on, really? Yeah. I had to pull an obscure fucking. Walter 70s. White. Walter. 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 Oh, I would have said Jesse Pinkman. You're right. So Jesse Pinkman's my four. That was my phalange. Moving on. It's it's pick'em time. Fucking. <laughs> it's pick'em time. We pick them. Last time we did this, we wasted all your damn time by talking about everything in the games. We're not going to talk about shitty games anymore. We figured it out better this time. Figured out way better formula. We're going to give you four good games. Every week, one of them is going to be the Bronco game because fuck you, this is a local show. Local show, Broncos rule. I don't give a fuck. It's a well, Broncos we'll do game. we'll do so the three good games and a Broncos game every single. But we'll week. do the other ones rapid fire like we do honorable mentions. You will hear you will hear us call our shots. So, go ahead. You tell me. Uh, go down my list: Bears, Bills, Bears, Bears, Titans, Chiefs. Ooh, I'm taking Chiefs at home. Chefs. Pats, Finns. Patriots. Pats, Jays, Philly. Uh, Philly. Philly. Jags, I wrote Jays. Jags. Uh, Oakland, Jets. <laughs> I knew what you meant. That's a tough one. It's on the road, right? It's, it's in it New York. in New York. With the defense by Ryan, I'm going to take the Jets against uh, the rookie quarterback. Traveling cross country, taking the Jets. Bikes, Rams. <laughs> Vikings. Coin flip. Coin flip. Vikings. <laughs> Bengals, Ravens. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, it's on the road, so I think the Bengals have a little more to deal with, but we'll see what the Ravens defense does. Everyone's picking the Bengals. Everyone's going with them on that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Bengals at home without a Ray Rice because he beats his girlfriends up. 
without a Ray Rice is not my reason. I just think Cincinnati's better. Cincinnati. Browns. Steelers. Steelers. Pittsburgh. What do I got here? Some fucking word that I can't even fucking read. Oh, yeah. Redskins. Houston. Huh. This is a shit fucking game right here, man. This would have been my coin flip, honestly. So I'm going to pull out a coin real quick. I'm going to flip a coin. Coins. I got coins. coins. There we go. It's a quarter. I'm going to call head for the Texans. Heads, it's Texans. Tails. Tails. So I'm going to take the Redskins. He's taking the skins. I'm taking the skins. Niners, Cowboys. <laughs> I'm taking the Niners 55-3. to three. That's the only score I'm giving them. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the Niners 45-40. to 40. Oh, 45-40? to 40? You, you expect that defense to be that bad against that, that offense? I do. I, I, I don't, but I, I understand what you're saying with the injuries and whatnot. I feel, like I, they're still feel, be, I feel like they're missing some folks, and I feel like it's going to happen. But I feel like they're on. missing folks, but... Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Doug's not here. I feel like they're missing folks, but they have a, a good team defense to begin with all the way around, so I don't think it's going to be as bad as missing those big pieces because they have big other pieces out there, and Alden Smith was barely out there last season anyway. Lions, Giants. Lions? Lions? Lions. Lions also. Did I, yeah, pick, did I, did I announce my pick? Niners. I took Niners. Didn't you did. Lions. Okay. All right. Game of the Weeks. Well, what do you want to start with? We'll start with the uh, Panthers Bucks. Well, you know what? You know what? Let's 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 save Panthers Bucks for second to last year. Okay. Because I feel like it's the more interesting thing to talk about. I agree. I agree. So we'll go with the Saints and the Falcons. Well, I'm gonna start out with this one. Um, this is the second year in a row they've opened up the uh, Sunday night or uh, Sunday affair. This is a toss-up for a lot of people, but then other people are picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl, which I think is a very bold statement. Um, I think it's really bold. I, I don't. I mean, the the defense is okay. I think that's bold. You should see the offense is picks for the fucking. I've been watching it. No, I've been. I'm like, why are they? Why are the Saints and the Eagles like so popular to go to the Super Bowl this year? I'm I'm really confused about that. I, I like the offensive firepower, being meaning Drew Brees and Joy Graham and. Colston and Pierre Thomas, and, but that's it. I mean, besides that, I like the kid out of Oklahoma from two years ago. Um, uh, defensively, I don't see him doing a whole much. Um, the Falcons have got to come out huge. They've got to come out big time. They have even less defensive help, and they have these two wide receivers who everyone keeps saying are top ten wide receivers. Well, they better start producing this year. They better start producing this year. That being said, I got the Saints winning that game by ten points. Uh, I'll disagree with you on the Saints' defense. I think the Saints' defense, it reminds me of their Super Bowl team defense where they aren't very good, but they're very good about getting to the ball and turning the ball over. Based on what? Based on Rob Ryan's scheme. It didn't work last year at all. It worked pretty very good much last year, actually. They faced Seattle like the most simplistic fucking offense they could face, and they got Apparently, beat. they just keep beating everybody with that <laughs> offense, so <laughs> apparently it works because everybody forgot how to Except play. Except the Cardinals. Seen it Except the Cardinals. So what everybody has to do is start playing that book. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I don't know what to tell you, man. Look, I, I, don't, I don't see remembrances of, the, of that D as far as, like, I don't see the name players. I get what the, you're the saying. Names. I gotcha. I get what you're saying. It just the way their their scheme is set up uh, reminds me of the way that Super Bowl team was made. That it Greg Robinson made that, by the way. He did. Denver Bronco. He did. He did. Um, and that was an opportunistic type style defense. That's all it's, we had. It's here. very it's very opportunistic. That's the way I see their defense, which is probably why it can it has times where it breaks down. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw that in Dallas when he was coaching in Dallas. Absolutely. That defense had pretty good. Was, was pretty good at ball hawking skills, pretty good at getting those fumbles and stuff, but mm-hmm. they would get points run up on them. It was kind of, just kind of like an avalanche of shit sometimes just happens to that team. I love, going it fucking, goes. I, I love, I still love Drew Brees. I drafted the guy, so I better love him. Um, I'm, what I'm saying about them has nothing to do with what Drew Brees is going to do. He's going to put up a shitload of numbers this year, and those guys that I mentioned offensively will put up a lot of numbers. They will. 
No doubt about it. But uh, all that being said, I'm going to go back on my pick for that division, and I'm going to go back to the Saints still. Um, and I think this will be one of the games that is the reason why they're going to win this division. We'll uh, see. Because sure. they're just going to—they're just better than Atlanta. Uh, and we're talking about the—we're talking about the rest of that division soon too. So. Uh, but yes, uh, I also have the Saints by at least ten. Would not be surprised if it was closer to twenty. Word. Um, but it's going to be a high-scoring affair, that being said. Uh, moving on, well, let's just move on to the next part of that and go to the Panthers and the Bucks. Well, we can't. we got, we got to save that. Like, You'll save that. You already called San Diego, we'll San, 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 San Diego, Arizona. San Diego, Arizona. Good defense versus good offense. A lot of question marks, both sides of the ball, both teams. I think Arizona has some question marks. Now they don't have... Uh, the rookie, what's his name? The running back. The running back. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I know you're talking about. Um, Arrington? No. <laughs> Ellington? Ellington. That's, that's what it him. is. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Uh, we don't have. They were looking for big things. They were looking. They were. They were looking to do good things with him running the ball. He looked good in the preseason. Um, now they got was it Dwyer? Is their backup? Yeah, Dyer. Dyer. Out of Michigan State. Oh. Dyer. Yeah, that's his name. Um, He's a big bruiser. Dude can run. Is that is that going to do what they need for them to do? We don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I I I, I think they live off of that defense, just giving them the ball back, getting them more possessions. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. Unfortunately for them, Philip Rivers likes to thrive on moving the ball, moving the sticks. That guy knows how to put drives together. We've talked about this dude. We both hate this fucking guy, but as a quarterback. I love him. He's we appreciate his skills, man. He's a good you quarterback. Can't, you, you can hate somebody and still love their skill level. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I, you know, I, I looked at this game as well. I, I just see, uh, I see the NFC West is really getting pumped up right now, and and after what happened last night, it's it's even more. Everyone's paying attention to this division as as well. We're not the only ones who are doing that, and people are picking the Cardinals to be in. Uh, Wild card to you. Some people are picking them win this division. I think it's lowered, but I'm going to say it's top heavy. I think it's getting weighted out with a lot of expectations and a lot of people <laughs> counting on it. And I'm one of the guys that said Carson Palmer was going to kill it last season. And I think he'll do better this year. But the Cardinals are not there totally defensively. They aren't. And I think the Chargers are the team to challenge Denver. As far as the AFC West is concerned, and possibly the AFC total in the fact, because I think their defense is going to be better, and I know their offense will be better. Uh, they're going to be a challenge. I got the Chargers winning this game close. It'll be a close game. It'll be close. There'll be turnovers and, a, and the special teams play uh, important. And all, the, all the things that all those guys say on ESPN when they don't know who to pick is exactly what I'm saying. It's going to come down to a bunch of stuff like that. But I think the Chargers win it, win that game, no doubt. I also have the Chargers winning that game. Now the one we wanted to talk about, Panthers-Bucks. We want to talk about this game. Some people are saying, oh, well, why are you talking about that? Well, I'll Because the Bucks suck. Because it would be easy to just pick the Panthers. But we're talking about it because Cam Newton might not be playing. He's a game-time decision, and the more and more they keep talking about it, I feel like he's not going to play. And if he does... It's going to be on a, like a contingency type basis where we're not going to roll them out. We're not going to run quarterback draws. We're not going to run the uh, spread option type stuff where he's going to put himself in into positions to get hit over and over again. I, I don't know. I, I, I really, with, without Cam Newton in that game, the Bucks win by a touchdown. With him in the game, the Panthers could win by three. But I still think the Bucks are coming up, and I love Lovey Smith, man. I love Lovey Smith. I love what he does with defenses. I love what he does with attitudes. He has controlled some fierce attitudes when he was coaching in Chicago. He knows what to do. He's got, he's got a Vincent Jackson, the big, the big wide receiver who's loud and wants to do his thing. He's got a great running back in Doug Martin. He drafted the kid Mike Williams out of Texas A&M, who was a big receiver, big, tall. Kind of like your boy Alshon Jeffries. If he gets catching on there with someone throwing him the ball, he can put up a bunch of numbers just like Alshon has in the last two years. I 
got the Bucks winning this and game. People are discounting what McCown did last year. I thought he was. I I thought he was. I thought he played pretty. I thought he played pretty damn good. I mean, he almost played. He literally played good enough for people to start going. Should we let Jay Cutler come back? Which some was people. the right move. Some people. It was the right move to bring Jake back. Period. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how good your backup is playing. I think. I, I think mean, too. that's the kind of shit that happens to you in baseball. But that's what happens when you when you love a team that hasn't had a quarterback for a long time and it keeps rotating. You're like, well, he's good. Well, he's good. Well, he's good. Your starter's good. That's the that. reason he's the starter. That's the reason why Cutler got the money. That's why McCown was gone. See, and and if you know if the Redskins are smart, they do the same thing. Go. Well, let's let's just get RG three healthy and get him to a team who has like no quarterback. We'll mm-hmm. take him. Or, or if he's not going to be able to do it, put Kirk Cousins in because that's what you have him there for. The guy exactly. is a capable backup. The dude is more than a capable backup. He is good at getting in the shotgun, reading a defense, getting under snap, reading a defense, under snap, going to a play action, reading a defense. The guy is a good quarterback. I think for for the skill level for, for Washington to have their quarterback controversy, I think you got to say. You gotta get something for one of these two guys before both of them are gone, and you don't have nothing. I didn't want to get into a big conversation about that, but point is, is Josh McCown played pretty damn good, best quarterback play I've ever seen him have. And okay, it's pretty easy. Say, it's, it's ever easy. seen him have? Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to say when you have thirteen touchdowns and one pick, and you have ten seasons of bullshit before that, where correct, nothing happened, where nothing happened, and you look like a bum. So. You look like a backup. You look like hopefully, a you look like a bum. Hopefully, bum, you're gonna eat thunder and crap lightning. <laughs> yeah, bum. bum. Hopefully, he's decided that he's gonna be Josh McCown of the Bears and not Josh McCown of the Cardinals. That's he's, what I hope. It, it, it's up to that. I mean, that's. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't wish him well or anything. I'm kind of indifferent, but it's it's on him now. Autumn Cats had said that he's got to come out and. Perform. He doesn't get the luxury of being the backup and going. Well, just the. Oh, backup. now I'm going in. No, it's you now, dude. This team, <clears> this <throat> up and coming team, this talented team is waiting for you to produce, mm-hmm. not waiting for you, anticipating you to produce. So they're we'll ready for some, somebody to lead them, and they're waiting for. They, they want them. someone to complement the run game, and they have it. Doug Martin was hurt last season. I got to make a pick, so I'm gonna pick Bucks. I think we've been the same on all of these, so I know what we're picking on the next one. <laughs> Sunday night game. I don't want to say revenge tour starts, but I want to say proving it, proving it tour starts. We're proving shit, and it starts on Sunday night. What you got, Ryan? What do I got? Oh my goodness! What? You, what? I got butterflies. Is what I got for this game because there's a lot of people out there who think. There's a lot of people who think Denver is somehow a fraud and somehow not going to be as good. It's coming out. I because they're it. like, oh, well, Peyton Manning had the best season of quarterbacks ever had. He's not going to repeat that. Well, if he doesn't, if he does like 80% of that, that's still a 40-plus touchdown season. It's, it's been my deal the whole time. He doesn't have to repeat it, you dumb cunt. All he has to do is play football. He doesn't have to repeat shit. Play football, fuck. <laughs> He's not going to throw 55 We got Vaughn back. This team actually has a defensive line. We had to cut. We talked about this. We had to cut Vic. We had to cut him. Michael Vick? Michael Vick, the dog murderer. Yes, who played on our defensive line, Doug. Vickerson, our defensive tackle. (laughs) That's what we talked about last week. You were like, well, he was in in third quarter, fourth quarter, didn't look too good. And I was like, well, no, I thought he was in earlier. Then we caught it later. He was a starter. He started. He was in the whole game. And they still ended up cutting him. That's a great sign, honestly. It's like it's sad for the player, but look at your team. You're like, well, if we can afford to do that, I mean, it was obviously doing he, okay. The and the more the preseason played out, it was like we said earlier. More the preseason plays out, dudes like Vickerson, and this happens to everybody's team. This is mm. why there are guys. You're like, man, why is that guy available? Because they're a cap casualty. Mm-hmm. Going into the season, they go, well. We have a guy who's just like Bickerson who makes like $2 million less. And I think that's pot roast. I think it's pot roast. Man. Out the fucking door you go, sir. Done. And then do we, do, we like, do we feel bad about what we have on the team after that? No. You'll look at our defensive tackles, look at our defensive linemen. 
It's a pretty fucking stellar lineup, and even without the him. reason they make moves, teams make moves like that is because they go, well, this guy doesn't get paid as much as that guy. He's just as good. Gone. Mm-hmm. So if he's just as good and he's getting paid less, that's good. You, it's okay to have these kind of cuts happen. It this sucks. It's different. It's different if it happens at the very end of the season. That's a different story because what that means is you have poor general management of your team. Your team has not been managing the cap well. They overpaid for guys. They paid for guys who don't, you know, produce. They paid for guys who used to produce, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Look at DeMarcus Ware last year. He was a guy who got cut. He only He's not making too much less on his this salary. It's it's quite a bit, but I think it's like $2 million a year less. Yeah, but so, he, I mean, he's still making pretty decent money, but that just goes to show you that this is the time of year you want to move guys like that out of the way to make cap space for later. Mm-hmm. That's why they do things like this. If you have to do it at the end of the season, you're in fucking bad shape. That means you're So looking at talent. that, looking at that part of it and seeing what we have on the whole squad, we are good to go. I'm feeling pretty good about I'm feeling confident within our defense more so going up against an Indianapolis Colts offense that has some playmakers. Has a great quarterback, a great quarterback, the next great quarterback, T.Y. Hilton. Fast. Who Another else? Fast I mean, I mean, what, I'm not worried about Trent Richardson. I'm not worried about anybody's run game on this defense right now. Anybody's run game wants to test the Denver Broncos, bring it the fuck on. We're going to shut you down. I think this. Anybody. I think people are going to be extremely surprised about what this defense has to offer. Roby looks fast. He looks good. He doesn't too. even have to. He's, he's the fourth corner. He's the, he, Exactly. He's the fourth corner. And he looks awesome. He mm-hmm. looked great in the last two showings of the preseason. Absolutely. Game three, game four. He game three, fantastic. they started him. They put him in the mix, and he was breaking up plays. He was making tackles. He was doing Stripped everything. Stripped the ball on yeah. that one play. I Absolutely. mean, he was, he, was putting his hel- he was putting his helmet down and hitting dudes. He wasn't afraid to make tackles, and I love it. I love Isn't seeing that awesome? like that. We're talking about our defense right now. We're talking about how happy we are about our defense right now. Do you want to talk about the offense? Let's talk about the offense. I want to talk about the offense. Okay, cool. Let's talk about how Manuel Sanders is going to like sit in the slot. We'll put Bubba and Latimer, and we'll switch Latimer and Sanders and Bubba. Or put Sanders in the fucking wideout. We can do it all. We don't. Everybody's like, oh no, what is going to happen to the Broncos without Wes Welker? What's going to happen to the Broncos without Wes Welker? Here's my response to what's going to happen with the Broncos to the Broncos without Wes Welker. You know what happened last season? When Wes Welker was out for three games because of a concussion, we put up points. Still. We lost to the San Diego Chargers in that bullshit game when Julius Thomas was down. Uh, so many people that came. Welker was out. List, Welker was out due to the concussion. And um, <clears throat> Molly. We make the shit. How our offense is going to dominate. Sanders is going to go from the outside to the slot to the outside to the slot while Demarius and Julius rule this over here. Latimer, Bubba, that, that kid bursts. And let's not talk about what we expect our ground game to do. I'm not going to talk about what I expect my ground game to do. I want to talk about it next week after our ground game does what no one expects them to do. This is a better football team. We're going to beat the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to beat their defense that is not that good. That wasn't that good last year. Not that good in that dome. Mathis had the sack. We had the turnover. Shit changed. Mathis isn't even playing. We're going to beat these Colts by 17 Manning points. Manning forgot he was playing for the Broncos. We're going to beat the Colts by 17 points. We're going to beat the Colts by Walker 17 drugs. points. Maybe, allegedly. Half your Here's the funny thing about that. Here's the funny thing about that. Walker's on drugs. With this new NFL policy about drugs that's coming out that's going to be started next season, Walker wouldn't have even been suspended. Man. That's the 100% truth. If this policy that's being stated after this season started last season, Walker wouldn't have been suspended. And we'd still be sitting him because of concussions. Everyone's freaked the fuck out. We're going to be fine. My big question is, is Wes Walker going to make the field after he's gone for four games and we go averaging 34 points and these other guys just pick up and pick up, pick up, put it out, put it up, put it up the whole way, just run it out, passing touchdowns. Running touchdowns, defensive touchdowns. Where's Wes Welker going to even fit into this offense? 
I think he can totally still fit into this offense. It, it seems like Sanders throughout his career tends to get a little dinged up. He's a little on the small side for an NFL. He's a little on the small side. You're talking about Wes Welker. I'm talking about Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> Wes Welker's like beyond small. I understand. Okay. I'm saying okay. I'm saying that will that that makes room for Wes Welker. That makes I, the reason to have. A guy that's assuming that we don't blow it up. If we blow it up and find that we don't need Wes Welker, do we cut him? <laughs> And bring someone else in defensively. I think he's on the last year of his line. contract, and it doesn't make sense to cut him at all. Why? Don't we don't have to honor contracts. Don't we don't have to honor contracts. Listen to what I'm saying. The offense moves and doesn't miss a beat with that Wells Welker. We have an energy and a flow that has nothing to do with him. And all of a sudden, we want to bring him in in week six. Because it's week six when he'll come back because we have to buy early. It'll be week six. Why would you want to even throw him in there to an offense that's clicking? I'm not saying that. Need I'm not that's my question, that. though. I'm not saying that. But you're, we're that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. I'm not saying I necessarily disagree. Okay, well, thanks for that. adding that <laughs> onto top of what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying I necessarily disagree that you should just add him in there just because he's back. What I'm saying is, is you, he's already paid for the season. There's no, no reason. No, he's not paid for the season. We pay people every week. By he's the not time the he gets season. to week six, he's going to be paid. It's going to be done. So you got to get rid of him before week six. Well, that wouldn't be the first time you paid someone and you didn't have to. I okay. Just don't see the. It, it would save you like two million dollars to sign to do what? With? Get rid of him. If he wants to go do Molly and fucking smoke meth and shit when his head hurts and everyone's pissed off about him having concussions, that whole time is like we got to make sure. When Smoker's brain's okay and he's snorting Molly and shit, <laughs> fuck him, dude. <laughs> fuck him. If we get to move that offense and not worry about him, cut him. That's what I'm saying. We're going for the two-minute question here. Fastball, you ready? Sure. Two-minute drill. You gonna stop coughing? Let me get it out real quick. I'm good. Bring it <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Light me up another one, Johnny. Is that Lauren Bacall? I gotta ask you about the that Seattle John Seahawks. Rivers? I got I gotta start Too with soon? this. I gotta ask about the Seattle Seahawks. I have to go there. I gotta start. Given what you saw last night, what you've seen, what is your expectation? Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm a little bit weary of them. But I told you what my thoughts are about about their offense and defense and whatnot. What do you expect Seattle to do in the next ten to twelve weeks to establish themselves or to or relinquish themselves? Okay, I think you're. I think if I'm getting what you're saying right here, I think since I, I actually have their prediction to be that they win 12 games, so inside <coughs> of that, I actually anticipate a loss to a team you don't see them losing to, and a couple of division losses, and something in there maybe at the very end of the season when they're resting people is what I see their losses coming from. I think they're going to be locking up the NFC. I think they lock up the whole NFC. I think they're the number one seed. That defense showed me last night that they are still the number one defense. And, I'm, you know, in my mind, I said, you got to stop not giving this team credit and stop having your feelings fucking hurt. By them. <laughs> because, you know, they beat you in the fucking Super They beat your team in the Super Bowl. So, you know what? I just got to give it up to them and say... That that defense is legit. That defense can play with any team on the field. They proved it in the Super Bowl. They keep proving it. We keep trying to doubt them. They I think they're going to move. That They won a trophy with it. So they're going. I, I'm sorry. They're, they're still playing well. I think barring injury, which is what we've talked about many times on this show, that they were very lucky last year. They got away with having almost no major injuries to their team. None. And we went in there totally limping, missing like something to the effect of like 14 starters. So, yeah. I mean, for them to stay, if they stay healthy again, there's no reason in my opinion that I don't see them making another Super Bowl run. You don't doubt that offense? I do not. Really? Oh. As we long just talked, as, we as talked about long how the doubts was there. Christ, that's a huge mouth. Mouth is fucking gigantic. <laughs> as long as Marshawn Lynch stays healthy. Holy shit. It's Mothra. It's a bird. 
As long as Marshawn Lynch stays healthy. Yeah, you got a couple extra seconds because we were talking about Mothra. As long as Marshawn Lynch ah, stays healthy. babies. <laughs> <laughs> you must suck there. As long as Lynch stays healthy, the ah, offense keeps doing things like it does week in and week out because you have to respect it. Well, well we, we talked last night and we were talking Keep about Mothra. And we both said that against a good defense that has speed and power, which that defense did not have, what you it wouldn't need. be the same. No, no, no. What you, you, you just had your two him. minutes. You just had your two minutes. Let me have mine. We had discussed, <laughs> we had talked about the fact that Green Bay looked old and slow and had no presence inside, nothing at all. And we had both said <clears throat> against a good defense, that wouldn't be the case because it's a very simplistic offense. It's not really unique. It's... It's strategic play calling based upon what happened three plays before <gasps> type deal. That holy fuck! <laughs> dude, dude, did you not see the giant goddamn moth? Well, I did, but I didn't see the giant goddamn moth on my face. <laughs> this is awesome. Mothra! Save us, Mothra! Did you kill it? It's dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you kill Mothra? <laughs> Fucking killed him. Hold on a you second. Did what hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, he's oh. dead. <laughs> he's fucking You did what Godzilla never could. That's right. This Godzilla's a pussy. Whoa, he's a king of monsters, motherfucker. Well, how come he keeps getting killed? He's a pussy. He doesn't. Really? He never dies in those movies? No, he always comes back. Mothra? Can I throw something at him? <laughs> Does it look like he's dead? Okay. Look, Jason never dies. Freddy never dies. Michael Godzilla never back. dies. He's here it's to like Godzilla and Jeebus. He's here to protect the planet from everything. Yep. Dug out. Yep. Jameson and Tullamore do. Jameson. <laughs> Batman or you? Batman. It's a tough one. Booger or Lopan? Booger. Lopan. All day long. Was that the, uh, the, the, the godfather of Little China, Mr. Ch- David yeah. Lopan? 2K5 or Madden 05? <laughs> Was that in English? Yeah. Duggalo Bomb or me and Scott fighting in the back of your car? I'd rather have a Duggalo Bomb. Rather perform. He's never been Duggalo bombed. I was gonna say, well, that would no. be your. That would be someone else's knees landing on you. I was gonna say. And breaking Ryan's couch. I was gonna say. <laughs> in one version of it, something something of mine breaks, and the other version, something. That of was the best part. Was like kneeling up against that, like the. the, the like, nothing happened. It was nothing like happened. that for a few days. We did okay. Yeah. Was that you and me and Nacho, or was that just me and Nacho? It was you and me. There was no Nacho. Duggalo bombed me. When they were in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I held it first. You ran off. I held it first. He dug a little bomb on me, and he hit the arm of the couch, and it broke. <laughs> and it went that way. The whole section did. And I just picked it up and held it while he went and hit. Like Mothra. That's his my way. Fuck Mothra. I was pooping. Somebody was cooking. It wasn't Jimmy. Dug a bombs and... Ryan, Ryan bombs. Bombs, <laughs> bombs in the bag, dude. Well, I would like to say thank you. Everybody watch football. And Doug thinks that the Doors is not a rock and roll band, so please no, comment on that, please. Thank you very much. Go fuck yourself. Fuck, fuck the Doors. Doors. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!